My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure that stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself. Welcome to Walker Retail Ranger. What's up, everybody? I'm Walker, also known as Retail Ranger. This podcast is about my personal and professional experiences from working in the retail industry for over 35 years. Each week, we'll discuss a different topic about life as a retail ranger. We hope you enjoy listening. Let's do this. Now it's time for Walker Retail Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Sunday, July 17th, 2022. Welcome to episode 32 of the Walker Retail Ranger Podcast. How are you, Liz? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, uh, before we get started, just FYI, we might get a little warning from our boy Roddy here. Uh, we are expecting a package, <laughs> and he might hear it from 10 miles away and interrupt. Uh, but I am getting, a, as everybody knows, I'm a huge fan of quality shoes. Oh, Lord. And I'm getting a pair of shoes. Well, what? You have more shoes than Elton John. I do not. I have downsized <laughs> significantly. Used to, used to, used to have a lot more shoes than Imelda Marcos for you old folks out there that know who that is. Google it, kids. Um, and according to the February 20th release, I believe it was episode 12, uh, there was the Retail Ranger Wrap demonstration where I, I talked about the importance of taking care of your feet and shoes. And everybody would be happy to know that I am... I have been thinking about creating the finished version of that rap. I'm hoping to do it by the end of the year. Maybe we'll start off season two oh. with, with an official Retail Ranger rap, not the demo. Oh, yeesh. So I'm going to I'm gonna try to get with uh, maybe Charlie and Kathy. Get a little <laughs> collaboration going there. Maybe they can do the keyboards and I'll get Kathy to play tambourine or something for me. Because I have to rap it. She can't rap it, right? Oh, maybe she will. I don't know. She's pretty good. So. Yeah, it's true. So, uh, hey, uh, what's uh, it smells amazing downstairs. What's cooking, Liz? What's cooking? We got some baby back ribs. <sighs> Can't get enough ribs. Well, I know you're cleaning out the freezer a little bit, and we've we had stockpiled some ribs for a while. Yeah, so every I, time they go on sale, good I'll, call. I'll grab one. Yeah, can't get enough ribs. Uh, how are you preparing these? Started them in the oven. Going to finish them on the grill. So. And what would the uh, flavor be? Let's go. You can't just have flat out ribs anymore. <laughs> you gotta have some kind of rub or honey chipotle. That's what they called me in a third grade. Oh god, honey chipotle Walker. <laughs> ah, they never called me that. They're going to though. It's coming. <laughs> and you're also making your uh, infamous mac salad with a twist. Yes. You asked me earlier if I liked black olives. Yes. And I do. I love them. So, yeah. That'll be Cut good. Cut some up and throw them in there. And we're going to have some of our fresh eggs yep. in there. And I know you said they're hard to peel. Maybe they'll be less hard to peel since we laid off the calcium. Or are they still hard to peel? Well, we'll see. Okay. Um, all right. So, last week, we actually cooked one of the uh, backyard birds that Jesse and Tyler grew. And uh, it was a seven and a half pounder, I think it was. It was huge. The thing took up the whole colander. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. Um, but it was, a, it was, I don't know how to describe it other than hearty. Yeah. It was a hearty bird. It was kind of a cross between a chicken and a turkey. It was a turkey. It was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like when I was eating the drumstick, usually I can eat a drumstick in like two bites. Yeah. It, it was like four or five. Oh yeah. It, it was good. Very, very good. It like, was. Oh, so thanks again to those folks. That was a very nice. And we are going to definitely follow through with that and 
have our own next year with their help. So holidays for today, as I stated, it's July 17th. Uh, it is National Lottery Day here in the United States. Really? Yeah, but here's what's weird. There's an International Lottery Day that is in August, uh, August 27th. Huh. So is it really lucky? I mean, so can, do you buy a <laughs> ticket here today and then go abroad on the 27th of August and buy another ticket? I mean, it's just kind of weird to have two lucky international. Yeah, that is kind of bizarre. But anyways. Uh, it is World Emoji Day, and this blew my mind. Talk to me, Goose. So today's the 17th, right? Yes. So if you go to the calendar on your emojis, guess what the number is on the calendar of the emoji? 17. Okay. That's why today is World okay. Emoji Day. Gotcha. Because that actually has a 17 in it. I thought that was super cool. Wow. Things you learn on this show, folks. <laughs> And then it's also Lake Superior Superior Day, and uh, it's celebrating the greatest of the Great Lakes of North America. I mean, it's in the name. Superior. So, I mean, do, do they really need to say that it's the greatest? That's, it's the superiorist. Uh, it is National Tattoo Day, and I just want to talk about that real quick. Um, most folks know that I'm a huge Iron Maiden fan, and we were also big fans of, uh, what was that tattoo show called? Ink Masters. Yes, yes. Yes. It was on like Discovery Channel. So we, we used to watch the heck out of that show. And um, one of these episodes, there, there's one of the seasons, there was a guy named Christian Buckingham. And he had like these tribal tattoos on his cheeks. And we just thought he was the bee's knees because he was kind of like, he didn't put up with any guff. You know what guff is, right, Liz? Oh, I know. Yeah. Do I ever give you guff? No, you do not. Because you, you taught me well. Uh, <laughs> no, this is a no guff zone. So anyways, uh, for Christmas a couple years ago, pre-pandemic, you got me a gift certificate. Go ahead, open that thing. Ah, it's the summertime in Powhatan, Virginia, buddy. <laughs> um, so you got me a gift certificate because the guy had actually opened up a shop next to the grocery store you worked at, like in the same shopping plaza. Yeah, and it was Buckingham Station, which was which is really kind of wild cool, because the dude's name was Christian was Buckingham. His last name. So he was known for black and white tart tattoos and like natural stuff and i remember you went in there you told the story well, you, you tell the story you went in to get the gift certificate and you said well i'll tell it you said uh my husband wants to get eddie something on his leg and the guy was like you know van halen <laughs> yeah. and you're like no no and then i was like no that skeleton looking thing yeah, skeleton. from a band so then the guy freaked out and said oh iron maiden and you said yeah and he says oh my goodness uh, Christian was actually talking about wanting to do an Iron Maiden tattoo, right? Right. So that worked out fantastic. It really did. So I go down there, and I'm, I'm actually talking to the man. Now, he was on two seasons, I believe, of Ink Masters. Yeah, at least. Um, he was a great character on there. But So I go down there, and the man actually starts asking me about the tattoo. He's like, how do you want? Do you want color or black and white? I'm like, dude, whatever you want. You're the Ink Master thing, <laughs> yeah. you know? I'm just a dude. And he, he said, blank, blanket. He said, I'm going to do, uh, they say I can't do color. I'm going to do color. I was like, dude, let's do this. <laughs> so on my right calf, I have uh, Eddie of Iron Maiden, the uh, the trooper. He's kind of got a British outfit on with a little British flag, which I've got some British DNA. True. So I'm, I'm there. I'm legit. Um, so anyways, he did it over several sessions, and it was just one of the coolest things to literally be laying on a bed 
while Christian Buckingham is tattooing your leg and you look over and on the big flat screen is Christian Buckingham tattooing somebody else. It's, it was so <laughs> real. Ink master. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Yeah. It was and then, so cool. And it was so cool. Cause like the dude was, he was so chill. And I remember the pandemic had started at that point. So they kind of spread out the tables and there was only appointments only, whatever. Um, and then we'd have Iron Maiden jamming in the background while he's tattooing Iron Maiden on my leg. <laughs> it's just one of the coolest things. And, uh, obviously the gift that I will always have. So again, I think keeps for on giving. Oh, it does. <laughs> Man, remember when it was healing? Oh, oh it looked like that roast beef horrifying. back up in there. It was horrifying. Yeah. They had this really cool stuff nowadays that they put on there instead of like bandages and old school stuff. It's like a clear skin thing and it just oozes roast beef Ugh. blood. But anyways, uh, shout out to Christian Buckingham. I think he moved. He's kind of a gypsy. His tattoo shop was called lucky gypsy tattoo. Yes. So. Is it still there? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been down there. I have to get one from my other leg because it's empty now. So <laughs> it it's also Yellow Pig Day. And I was like, what does that even mean? A pig with jaundice? Huh? Could be. <laughs> Could be. So apparently back in the day, some math genii, or geniuses as I say, uh, became very obsessed with the number 17 due to its incredible combination of simplicity and complexity in the mathematics that they were using and developing. Just like the emoji. Yeah. So, I mean, it, there's a lot more meaning to it. It's not just Yellow Pig Day. Um, and apparently they made this mascot that had, like, the pig had 17 toes, 17 ears, 17 eyes, or whatever. Well, that's just bizarre. But it's some kind of math nerd thing, so shout out to, to those guys for All right. Yellow Pig Day. Um, it's also National Ice Cream Day. And that was created because Ronald Reagan, back in the day, wanted to give props to ice cream. Because it was a national treasure. So, we have... National Ice Cream Day today here in the U.S. of A. Yes, we do. And you remember when we were talking about sugar-free and fat-free? Oh, yeah. And there's like frozen desserts. And yeah, we were trying to cut back on... Right, right. Regular ice know, cream intake. extra calories and fat. Sure. Well, I, I looked up online the difference between fat-free and sugar-free. Okay. So fat-free ice cream, it, it takes away a lot of what gives ice cream its actual flavor. It takes the fat out. Right. But it replaces it with other things. Which I'm sure are healthy AF. Um, soy proteins, dietary fibers, starches, mm. insulin. Which really? I, that kind of blew my mind. Polydextrose and a bunch of other That's stuff. some type of sugar. I've never heard of before. You, you would think the fat would be healthier. I would think. Well, I think it is. It's got to be. And a lot of people have that misconception that like, a no fat diet is the way to go, but that is not the case. We watched that show alone, the show on history. Channel, oh yeah. 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 And th- those folks are out there in the wild, literally getting their own food, uh, sustaining on berries, uh, lichens, if that's what they're called, moss berries. And then they get the occasional squirrel, but the squirrel doesn't do very good for them because it's so lean. Right. They need the fat. And like one dude killed a beaver and he was eating off that fat forever. It didn't help him in the long run. Spoiler alert. But the beaver was a fattier meat, and you need to have fat. Our body processes it. I mean, it's it's part of nature. So cutting fat out completely is not good. Right. And then the sugar free, it replaces sugar with a with substitutes. Yeah. Uh, you know, the so fake, fake sugars. That's not good. Yeah. But they say people will tend to eat more if they think they're getting away with enjoying this tasty dessert without the sugar in it. But you end up eating more of it. Right. Um, well, let me just say something on that. Like that Richland's Dairy that's local here, theirs is pure ice cream. 
and it, I, I tried to sit down, sit down and pig out on it. I couldn't eat it. Well, it's a lot richer. It was so rich. Mm-hmm. So like you, you eat a little bit of the good stuff versus a lot of the crap stuff. Right. I mean, why not just eat the good stuff? I know. And what they replace the sugar with, um, can actually raise your cholesterol levels. Sure. And it's sugar alcohols and it contains higher carbs. Yep. So you're kind of, you know, not really doing a lot of favors. You're dancing on that line. You might as well just enjoy the good stuff in in moderation. If you're diabetic, I mean, I understand that, but it can kind of wreak havoc on that too. Yeah, I could see that. And it also um, can cause bloating and intestinal distress. Uh, Been there, done that. (laughs) Yes, Uh, you have. (laughs) Hey. Wow, that's wild. So, uh, speaking of ice cream stats and uh, good stuff, Wednesday the Consumer Price Index came out, and it was not good. It came out as our overall cost of living for us, or our overall expenses, are up 9.1% versus this time last year, which is bad. Right. Now, and granted, gas is going down a little bit. And let me just say, and this is not conspiracy, this is legit. <laughs> they jacked up the price to five bucks a gallon. Now we're feeling at $4.30 a gallon. Oh, well, at least it's not five. Right. Seriously? Yeah. I want my $2 gas back. Right. right. This is ridiculous. I hope they don't settle that they think we're going to be okay paying four thirty for gas for the rest of eternity. That's, that's malarkey. It's malarkey. I just, I just hope that's not the case. So, so nine point one percent is bad, right? But affecting us average Joe retail rangers out there is the food at home uh, inflation, twelve point two percent higher this year than last year. So, what's the difference in food at home and? Well, food at home is what we actually <clears throat> purchase, like at grocery stores and stuff like that, right. versus food away, which is going out to restaurants. Okay. Food at restaurants has gone up because I remember at one point in our last podcast it was cheaper. It was. Food at home was more expensive than food away, but of course they worked that out. Um, we haven't had the producer price index come out. I think that comes out after in a couple weeks or so. But it is following the trend that we've been talking about. If the producers are paying more. Guess who gets to pay for it? Average Jane and Joe. Right. So it it's not going to be pretty, folks. I mean, I, you can just tell. So I was looking at uh, supermarketnews.com. There's an article here by Russell Redman. They did not call me that in third grade. <laughs> um, so just a couple of thoughts here. Elevated food and fuel inflation lifted the consumer price index to 40-year highs in June, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. 40-year high. Never thought I'd see that. That's crazy. So the CPI for all consumers rose 1.3 month to month. So it was higher, 1.3 versus last month. Um, but it's just not good. So it's it's up 9.1% overall. The biggest 12-month gain in the CPI since the period through November 1981. That's crazy. So the food at home and food away from home combined climbed 10.4% year over year. But if you break down, food at home is 12.2%. Hurdling the 11.9% rise in May. So it went up 0.3, but 12.2% just sounds even worse. It, it really 12% more. And, and you see it. I'm seeing it in buying habits. People aren't buying as much. Um, they're doing a lot more center store shopping than they are fresh departments. Because the fresh departments around the perimeter of the building in all grocery stores is where the money is made generally. And the more expensive stuff is. It's healthier. 
And now folks are being forced to get more into the processed food, which is not good either. No. On that end. So it's just a, a bad situation in general. But there was a couple items, a couple of categories I want to talk about. Just inside that 12.2% overall, some of these will blow your mind. Frozen meat up 28%. Oh my gosh. Frozen meat. Like that, like frozen meatballs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Steakums. <laughs> I just made my, my stomach growl. Uh, <laughs> chips up 26%. And and if you think about that, remember we've talked about the potato oh, famine yeah, or whatever, right. where they had to destroy all those crops of potatoes a couple of years ago. We're paying for that. True. So potato chips are up 26%. Poultry up 25%. Still dealing with the avian bird flu or whatever it is out there. Um, water. <laughs> this is great. Water is up 22%, folks. I remember growing up. There was no such thing as paying for water. There was not. You drank water out of the garden hose. When your mom sent you outside at 7 a.m. And she said, I'll see you when the street lights come on. You don't come in this house. You learned how to. It was kind of like a loan. We were out there fending for (laughs) us, eating squirrels. Oh, you were not. Treating our wounds with leaves and pine needles. That (laughs) happened. I remember when my brother like split his. uh, He he fell off a chain link fence is this paul no it was kevin ah. and uh his skin was like flapping i, I feel like oh. we, we tried to hold and compress the bleed with with leaves because that's what you did when you were surviving but anyways uh, we liked it we did uh speaking of 17 milk and milk substitutes juices and coffee sports and energy drinks all up 17 percent so you've seen the price of coffee because i know uh, you, yes we're, we're huge coffee uh consumers and because we're retail rangers, that's my goodness. That when the day I went for my uh, colonoscopy, or the day before, and I had to drink that black coffee, I couldn't do it. I thought I was going to handle. I can't it. do it either. Uh, I want to because it sounds cool. I drink my coffee black, but <laughs> come on, enjoy the cream and a little bit of sugar there. Um, cheese, vegetables, soft drinks, fourteen percent. Ice cream up twelve percent. Uh, this one hits close to home too. Beer up six percent. Which we've seen the, the price fluctuations in beer. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't seem to go as on sale as much as it used to. Um, hair accessories, because you know me with the mohawk, up 23%. Cleanser is up 20%. This is interesting. I don't know why it's on this stat, but vacuums. What? Down 29%. Oh, no. So now's the time to buy vacuums, folks. Uh, fabric softener up 17 uh, facial tissue up 32%. And if you recall, that that really grinds my gears. So the, the, <laughs> it's up 32% cost-wise, right? And if you are a Retail Ranger podcast listener, you know that I personally said those box of tissues had five tissues less than That's last year. That's true. So it's less and you're paying 32% more for it. That is... <laughs> Getting you at both ends. Uh, hey, ooh. Well, this is this is facial tissue. Oh, I see what you did there. All right. I didn't All do right. anything. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Shampoos, conditioners, pain relievers, and digestive health all up 11%. So, I mean, all these categories, there are 20, there's 60 categories here, and three of them went down. Dishwasher detergent went down 1%. Weight loss stuff went down 4%. Uh, vacuums 29% and air fresheners stayed flat but we don't worry about air fresheners because we use 
perfectly soy candles, wax melts. <laughs> which I did take out one of my little Darth Vader ones and put it in my bourbon cup here. Because uh, I haven't gotten a wax melter thing yet, Liz. You do have a birthday coming up. You say, so, oh, so hushy. Speaking of birthdays. So uh, that's happening next week. We have our youngest Ashley has a birthday. Well, you have a birthday first. And then I have a birthday. And then Ashley has a birthday all in the same week. Poor Megan sitting out there all by herself <laughs> in, at Christmas. Yeah, and hers is at Birthmas, Christmas. So. Poor kid. Should be all right. Um, so we're going on vacation next week. Um, I'm going to have a rough August. The retail rangers, it's going to be a rough August. The beginning of the month, we have our two-night floor refinishing where we have to pull stuff off the floor. They remove the that wax the, the first night, put stuff back out. Then we got to pull it the next night. They got to put down a couple coats of wax to make the store pretty, which I love the end result. Just don't like the process getting there. Yeah, it's a mess. Yeah, and th- at the end of the month, we have total store inventory. So right after the floor is done, we got to be focused on making sure everything's perfectly straight. Um, I, if you're not in the retail business, you don't understand how, how brutal this procedure is because for a couple weeks beforehand, you got to make sure everything's perfectly in the right spot. Um, so it's easily countable because then these folks roll up in your store on the faded day and they, they count everything and your, your fate lies in their hands. Yes. So I'm always very nice. If to they them. don't see it, they don't count it. Right. And, so yeah, And on, on the flip side, they get paid for accuracy and all that stuff. too. True, so true. generally they want to do a good job and we do have a process to follow. Like if they, they happen to miss a shelf or something, we can, we go back and correct that. But that's one of the worst days of my life. It's the longest day. It takes forever. Ever. And you can't put anything up, obviously, because they got to count it. You can't do anything. You can't. You got to walk around with this little, I think they have an iPad nowadays where you can do your, do your count checks and yeah. stuff like that. But man, it is a long, I'm glad I got some new shoes coming. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Well, actually, I better make sure they're broken in before then. That's true. Great day in the morning. So we're, we're going on a little couple day campground here locally. Which we've we've been here twenty years and we have yet to go to this campground. It's called Cozy Acres, and we scoped it out today, which was really cool. Um, kind of gave me that dirty dancing vibe. Like, yeah, it's like it, a community thing there. It was Everybody's very super friendly. Cool. And the first time that it's we haven't stayed somewhere that's um, a state park. Correct. We've gone to every well every place that we've gone camping has been an actual Virginia state right. park, which they're beautiful, but they are there's nothing to do like. The fishing's horrible at the ones that we've been at. Because you're like on a bank 50 feet tall. and Well, yeah, there's that. If the wind catches your line the slightest bit, it's in Oh, yeah, tree. that last time. Remember that? We had, yes. to, like, you had to throw it completely to the left, and it would, might land middle. <laughs> it, it was good time. And then it gets caught in a limb, and yeah, it's you just have not to jerk good. it out of the tree for me. So this one's got a pool, so we're going to partake in that. Yeah. There's a couple ponds. We have it, to take turns because we have Roddy. Yeah, we will take care of Speaking of Roddy, uh, his pinky, rear pinky toe seems to be doing better he's not tripoding as much right he's still he's still boot scooting after squirrel so that makes you wonder i guess his adrenaline kicks in yeah well he's but then he limps back excuse me limps back so so yeah he's been on anti-inflammatories some pain meds and antibiotic all right yeah because they fear infection they don't they don't want right. to cut it off Ooh. yeah well they said hopefully in six weeks it'll be okay i think we're good yeah i think so too he doesn't seem to be He's sleeping a little bit more, which is good. That's that pain. <laughs> so, hey, not that I can relate, but so while we were at that place, checking it out today, they, they have this trading post in there where you can get all kinds of little sundries and 
um, uh, camper parts, RV parts, whatever, if you need them. <laughs> right. But in the back, they had this beautifully, beautifully restored Ford tractor. But that's not what I saw first. And I can't believe I'm sitting here telling you this. <laughs> this shows my age, folks. There is an amazing specimen of a 1973 Ford Pinto. Yes. <laughs> I said Ford Pinto. I was like, what in the world is this thing doing in here? <laughs> I would lose my mind if that was in my driveway right you now. You were like, <gasps> I, I'm not, I'm not a Pinto guy. No. I'm, a, I'm a Ford guy and I like muscle cars and all that. But this thing was showroom gorgeous. I forgot the, there's some special type on, on the side of it, which really a Ford Pinto, but this one had vinyl roof. It had a, or a vinyl roof and a flipping sunroof, which is just mind blowing. <laughs> I would love to drive that car right now. <laughs> I mean, back in high school, I would have been wrote really a Pinto, but it, it was just absolutely gorgeous. So I can't believe I'm getting hyped about a Ford Pinto, everybody. I know. What is going on? That's the beer. It's kicking in. I'm halfway done with one. So, hey, real quick, too, because I know people are asking, Walker, what about the chickens? How are they doing? <laughs> well, the Golden Girls are doing amazing. Uh, I've been letting them out, um, chickering them, Liz's yep. coined term. I'm a chickered. And they've, they've been really good about staying out with me, and then I put them back in their pen. Well, today I decided to let them out in the backyard and they kind of got a little bit too far away. So I had to go down to the brush with my shovel to kind of chickered them back. But I was walking through piles and piles of leaves down there. Cause it's kind of like the untouched part of the yard yeah. and the spider webs. And I was like, Oh, this is just, this is heck on earth. Cause I was out around the yard doing little things and I was going to let them out. But then when I looked, they were gone. So I go down there and I'm hot and sweaty, covered with spider webs, walking <laughs> in who knows what kind of snake nests. So I'm like, I got to do something better. But I didn't want to put them away yet because I just let them out. Right. So I'm like, I got to figure out how to get a fence around here. And it dawned on me. So we, we have a pond in our backyard that we built back in 08. We've talked about that in the a past. A little small one. Yeah. But I built these panels that are about eight feet by, I guess they're eight by four. They're just like a pine frame with a, a plastic netting over them. And we lay them over top of the pond to prevent the leaves from getting into it, right? Yeah, in the fall. Right. And I had hinged a couple of them so they would fit across the pond. Not not England. Ah. Yeah, right. I see what you did there. So I was walking towards the deck and I was like, well, we don't use these till the fall. Why haven't I been using these? And I set them up and the girls actually have a backyard now <laughs> and a front yard. It is the coolest thing seeing them just running around. And uh, last week when I had them out, I was burning leaves. I think it was Wednesday. And I'm looking and I see three chickens. Where's the fourth one? I look over at my burning pile of leaves. She's over there at the burning pile of leaves looking for bugs. Well, that was really smart because they come flying out of those places. Yeah, but she's going to be roasted chicken. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's smart on one side, but that's a good point. I guess the bugs would come flying out of there. Well, you know, like when we go camping and we throw logs on the fire. Oh, yeah. You the, see all these bugs. Yeah, they scamper out of there and you I'm, feel bad. I'm like, oh, save them. I know. So then um, they, they, they found one of those earthworm snakes in their pile and they were, one found it and the other three were chasing them. So they found a little <laughs> snake and they found another one today. So they're just having, having a good old time. Um, before we shut down, I do want to throw some a thought and prayer request out for our friend Michelle out in California. She had kind of a rough week. Yes. She's doing better. But if you could keep her in your thoughts and prayers, uh, she's a good person. Whether you know her or not, 
Trust me, she's, she's a good, awesome. She, yeah, she's good people. So that would be awesome. And I, and I think that's pretty much all I got. What do you got, Liz? That, that's it for me. All right. Well, as always, we appreciate your continued support. Um, and I guess we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Hey, Retail Rangers. Be sure to check out walkerretailranger.com. You can go there, maybe copy the link, and I don't know, send it to some random people on your phone. Help spread the word. We also set up a phone number. It's 804-491-6097. We can take text or voicemails, and it's a great opportunity to give us feedback on the show or maybe give us a topic you want us to shoot the breeze about. Uh, As always, we appreciate your support, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun, work hard, and be a retail ranger. You've been listening to Walker Retail Ranger.